This episode is sponsored by Audible.com. If anybody doesn't know, I'm sure most people do at least, Audible is a application or a website that you can use on your phone or computer that you can get access to audiobooks. Every month they will give you one free new book to try and listen to. Audible doesn't only do audiobooks, they also have comedy, self-help, fitness programs, wellness programs, and I'm a huge fan of the wellness programs personally, but also the audiobooks. Audible.com has thousands and thousands of titles. Mm -hmm. It would take you, I think, like 300 years to go through their entire library or something crazy like that. And to get your free trial, it is 30 days through our link. It is audibletrial.com slash the extra sisters. And that is T-H-E-E-X-O-R-C-I-S-T-E-R-S. And we just want to give a huge thank you yes, to audible.com for the sponsorship. My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 93. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing a 1978 shark sequel for Shark Week. Shark Week. Shark Week. In ode to the actual Shark Week. We are going to be discussing Jaws 2. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So this is obviously the direct sequel to Jaws. I don't know why it wouldn't be. They literally, it's just called Jaws 2. It's not like where, you know, something has like a clever title and it's like the deepening or whatever. It's just like Jaws 2. And (laughs) this has a, this is really interesting to me because the on Rotten Tomatoes, this has a higher critic score than it does an audience score. So that's always interesting to me, but obviously it only had critics thought this was good well okay so (laughs) yeah let's let's can let's say ish it has a 60 percent critic score which is you know oh okay not too too terrible it has a 38 percent audience score now here's the difference between the counts there have been 30 certified critic reviews and 299,650 member reviews. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. So there's clearly not a level scale here. Right. But it does bring back most of our main characters that didn't get eaten in the first one. So we have Brody is back and his wife and his kids. Not all the same cast member, but Brody is the same cast member and his wife and the mayor's back for a little bit and of course we have shark but shark is not shark it is a shark different shark it blew up the last one correct i was about to say if you remember the first one we done blown that one up so even though we keep getting jaws movies they have different sharks but because we have to keep getting giant sharks somehow but if we don't get a mega ending with some colossal like big booms and fire and big shark standoffs you know it's not going to be fun so we can't just be like oh the shark went away for a little while because that's not fun so of course you know but this is like i said the direct sequel now i don't it was not produced by steven spielberg it was not. This one was not. To my knowledge, he never does a sequel. You know, and you can kind of tell. Yeah. 
this was yeah this was the highest grossing sequel in history until rocky 2 because people were super stoked about jaws you know everyone loved jaws yeah. it was like terrifying when it came out people wouldn't go into the fucking ocean after jaws came out which fair like sharks are a legitimate fear people have yeah so, I think that monster movies and shark movies are smart and they're easy. I'm not saying easy to like shit on them. I'm just saying like the premise is easy because they're just naturally scary. True. I mean, I don't think I'm afraid of sharks, but I've talked to you guys before about looking at pictures up close of their eyes and stuff and oh, they freak me out. Exactly. They got them devil eyes. Isn't that what he mm-hmm. says? Doll's eyes. Doll's eyes. That's what it is. Exactly. Those like just blank, dark but yes, and so when you just make it really giant and scary, and when you also give it some sort of intellect, like this one and the first one, of course, you're going to have a terrifying premise. And they basically just made it again. You but know? way boring. You know? You don't have any other good cast. Well, I mean, okay, I guess you're only missing one, but... The oceanographer was the best. Well, and also you had the oceanographer and then you had Mr. Drunky, you know? Oh, yeah, exactly. We lost Quinn also. So, yeah, we had two great characters that obviously couldn't come back. One dead, the other on some trip in Antarctica or something. Yeah, they didn't bring him back. So So we all we have is Roy Schneider, which he's great, but... But, like, they did, he, so basically his character in this is, he's obviously still the chief. They made him crazy in this, which is, you get it, like, so the mayor character is still the same. Like, he just wants the town to be normal. They want to build and develop and, like, you know, make the town alluring. So the first one, they want to have the big 4th of July event, right? This one, they have people coming out to look at the town and they want to make it seem appealing and everything. But we've got Brody over here thinking there may be a shark coming back because there's a dead orca and orcas are apex predators. So what just fucked up this orca? Right. Right. Exactly. And he's on a shark tower looking and he has this meltdown because he thinks he sees a shark, but it's just a school of fish. And nobody before then, the mayor is trying to turn people away from noticing him up there. I don't understand why that's a bad thing. If you have a shark tower, then I would assume someone should be manning it to check for sharks. I would feel safer than if it was unmanned. Why is this a fucking problem to see him up there? Well, exactly. Because even if you go to a beach, let's say, like, I have most of the experience with, like, Florida and the Gulf Coast since I'm from Texas. They even, like, just have, like, the flags and the towers where they watch the currents and the jellyfish. And, yeah, they watch for sharks. Like, wouldn't you rather know? Yeah, exactly. Like... Obviously, I would rather know if there's a strong current or if I'm going to get stung by a jellyfish or, yes, bit by a shark. Exactly. Please let me know because I'd rather not get in the fucking water. And especially if you know that there was some gigantic weird mutant shark. It came from somewhere. Right. Like, yeah, maybe it was an anomaly, but maybe it wasn't. You don't know. Y'all don't talk about it. Nobody believes him once again he gets a hold of a picture of a shark he's like that's a shark guy that's a shark guy and he tells the whole little city council and they you know go secretly into another room and fire him because they don't believe him you were just through the first movie with us right were you not there when this shark was already there yeah yeah and 
this this mayor also is like i think we talked about this one in the first one last year he is like capitalism you oh know? yeah like that is the perfect just embodiment of capitalism right there he's like fuck all these people he's like capitalism covid like everything just want me money and move on reopen the economy fuck these people just we don't give a fuck like just bring it on we're fine we're fine it's fine there's no shark is a hoax exactly we don't let's just cover your eyes don't look over here we didn't have a bunch of people by exactly also, some interesting scenes here. When you want explosions, they were like, explosions did well at the last part of the first one. We're going to start this one with a boat explosion again. Yeah. So, which is kind of funny, I guess. Like, of course, you know, 70s movies, especially when they're like animatronic monster movies, which I like totally respect. Because like the first Jaws was done well. I'm not saying this one wasn't. It was just like... Obviously, when you do a sequel and you just do the same thing to make money, it's a little, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be as good. It doesn't have to be bad. And this one wasn't bad. It just is what it is, you know? But Boring. Yeah. So (laughs) there's a a beginning scene that we just kind of glossed over, but real quick there's a boat and the shark is basically coming for it and this woman just sees this boat explode from her deck and like imagine just like seeing it you know what i mean like yeah coming from the boat or coming coming from like there's a boat exploding and you're just like chilling on your porch and just all of a sudden yeah she calls the sheriff or the yeah she calls the sheriff brody and they're like oh that's fucking weird like And then his first thought isn't, like, at first he's, like, a little suspicious, I guess. But my first thought would be mechanical. But Mm -hmm. then, which he's not immediately, like, it's a shark. But too quickly, in my opinion, he's, like, a shark. Because I, I guess he's got PTSD issues. And that's what everybody's blaming this on. But also, you didn't see the fucking shark he was fighting. So why don't you just, like, maybe trust him a little bit when he's looking Exactly. Which is the problem for the whole time. Like, yeah, that boat that exploded, it, I know it's unlikely to be a shark. But maybe listen to the dude even though he's, like, a little triggered. You know what I'm saying? A little triggered. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, come on. Because even as we move with the other things that start happening he goes to like the city council and he's like these people are not fucking safe and he's seeing all these signs that there's another giant shark and they're like it's fine we're just gonna not make you they fucking demote him yeah you have one they promote his deputy who is the whiniest little motherfucker ever at one point he's like supposed to protect and serve and he's like but it's dark out like, okay, so he'll protect and serve as long as it's not the middle of the night. And then you're effed. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing, too. He literally, like, you know that you are the one guy that's supposed to, like, protect this town. And you're just like, what are you going to do? Somebody calls, and let's just say, like, somebody's breaking into their home. And you're like, you know what? The sun just went down. Like, can you call me in the morning? Then you're SOL, and you better hope you have a make my day law. Make my day <laughs> do you have a gun can you do it yourself and yeah you got this right you don't need me yeah if it was me i'd be like okay 
if I have to take care of this, I'm sending you an invoice. <laughs> you are paying right. me for this. But now we're off track. But I'm just like, this fucking, this town. I mean, again, it's just like, this whole town is just like the epitome of like capitalism and politics. Like nobody cares. Oh, yeah. Because he even goes to them with proof. Like these divers went down and they got fucked by this shark. They have like, there's a photograph of an eye of a shark and Brody's like that's a fucking shark on these photos from these divers that disappeared and they're like meh no it's just a perfectly round rock that's just floating there in the camera why don't you believe the dude that saw the shark face to face and was almost fucking eaten by the giant shark probably got a pretty good look at his eye you know what I'm saying probably yeah the whole city council sucks yeah Especially when, if I was the city council, I would be like, okay, even if it's not very believable that there's a second monstrous mutant shark, maybe we send the Coast Guard out and, like, do a sweep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, what are you going to lose? Maybe some money, maybe some time. Or, like, send your dingy little police boat out. Or, like, maybe send a team out. I don't know. Make them feel better. What we didn't, They didn't even listen to the options. They were just like, ah. They're like, you're fired. Next. Yeah, exactly. Which, how long has he been? And the only reason the shark is gone in the first place and didn't kill more of your people, because if we think back to the first one, it killed a little boy. like And um, a girl right in the beginning. Yeah. It it, killed a couple people. Yeah, and it's killing people again, first of all, but y'all aren't ready to talk about that yet. Yeah. And But they know that he saved a lot of lives. They know that. So, and they gave him, like, if you, when you look at his desk, when they fire him and he's like looking at all this stuff, they gave him so many awards, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was this hero. And it's only been, what, like two years, three years, something like that. The least you could do for your town hero that saved all these lives from this shark and then could potentially save more is giving him, like, two or three people to go out and shark hunt. Come on. But they might not sell those two or three houses that people walk away from. I would still buy a house by the beach, honestly. If somebody was like, oh my god, but there's a shark, I'd be like, correct. In the ocean, I didn't fucking know that. Are you fucking, no shit. <laughs> exactly. That's where they live. I don't know if you know that. I, I, no, no, I, I just can't buy this ocean property if there's a shark in the ocean. That's just a deal breaker for me. Like, I know that this is a movie and we're not really, we're talking more about, like, the plot being kind of dumb and there's more to it. But it's just kind of hard to, like, like, we've been here, done, been there, done that with, like, Jaws, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like a copy-paste, but then you take Spielberg away. It's yeah. kind of like, I know what you're doing and I didn't give you my money initially in the 70s, so, like, I'm not that upset about it. You know, but also, I just, you know, you disrespected my time a little bit, you know? I agree. It doesn't help the fact that this is one plot that sucks, but also our second dairy plot isn't great either. We have his son who wants to get in with this new girl in town, and it's like her first fucking day there, and he's like, let's go out on a boat, I'm gonna have sex with that woman, let's do it. And gets his little brother in danger, too. And that's another thing, too. We have the child endangerment. 
let's mm-hmm. talk about the teenagers for a second. His son and all of his friends, they go out on these little boats. They're like little tiny, I'm not even, they're like sailboats, but they're like little rinky-dink sailboats. I'm yeah. sure there's like an actual name for them and I don't know them. Somebody's going to be like, this is what they're called. I don't know. <laughs> but the little kid is like, I want to come. Okay, well, the only reason he brings his little brother, obviously, is so the little brother doesn't rat him out. But, like, mm-hmm. you have this is the open ocean. You have no intention of, like, really paying attention to your brother. That is so irresponsible, for one. Oh, yeah. For two, you're, you're going out there to, like, get it in. Like, I know you're not going to go out there and do that, but, like, that's a huge cock block. So you're really just, like exactly that's literally all he wants is to be with this new bitch and then you bring your little brother makes no sense no it doesn't not at all but they go out there and you can imagine like exactly exactly what's gonna happen but they sneak out go sailing and the little brother is Sean and they're like shut the fuck up you know just come out and be quiet and they take six separate sailboats so they have like this whole like entourage of boats right and so when they go out there they are of course basically ambushed by this shark of course it's Jaws too gotta be but the thing about what makes the Jaws franchise so successful is not the fact that it's a shark movie because there's a lot of those after Jaws where the sharks are just sharks and they're still scary, but they're not like devious. This shark is, has intelligence. So somebody, it actually goes and hits the boats to make them fall off and it does it in very specific patterns. So, you know, there's that added element of terror to a shark movie. So, You know, there's that. And we had that in the first one, too, because it was intelligent, like like killer whales, kind of. I think you all know I love orcas. They hunt very intelligently. They do things with intention. Sharks do not. This one does. So it, like, hit a boat, knocked one of their friends into the water, and then immediately ate it. So, of course, all the kids are like, we fucked up. Oh, my God. What I will give them, though, is obviously you can be stupid teenagers and go out sailing and not deserve nor be able to plan for a giant mutant shark right (laughs) so you know and you know their dad hasn't really i don't i don't remember at this point but i don't think their dad has really said like hey there's a giant mutant shark again don't go out i don't think he really actually mentioned that to his kids i think he was silenced by the town and was just frustrated i don't think i could be wrong though I'm pretty sure you're right. It's mostly been him trying to control his older son because he's a reckless teenager right now and he's trying to give him a sense of responsibility. Like he's making him do odd jobs around town and things like that instead of just being on his boat all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe he should have told his kid, like, he's like, hey, don't go out on your boat. Do this instead. Do this instead. So I think he was trying not to scare his kid and and also trying not to sound like, crazy helicopter parent that also had um shark trauma but right he maybe you should have mentioned that you know hey don't sneak out on your sailboat because i think that there's a giant killer shark because i think if anybody's gonna listen to you it's probably your family i know teenagers are difficult but i mean even his wife doesn't listen to him for a while that's true his wife nobody is in his corner 
No, they're like, you had to deal with this giant shark. And I'm sure you still have nightmares about it. So any, and the whole seeing a school of fish and thinking it was a shark did not help his case. Right, exactly. It made him look crazy. They're like, you see anything and you see it's a giant shark. So, you know, but I don't know. I also think that it'd be really difficult for me to, when you have that kind of shark trauma, to want to get out into open water. Good on them for even, like, staying in that fucking town. I think I'd be like, we're moving to fucking Kansas. (laughs) Totally agreed. Like, arachnophobia when they just leave. They're like, yeah, we're going back to fucking California. We'll deal with the earthquakes and shit. Like, you know, fuck that shit. Yeah. So... They obviously realize their children are gone. Like, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. and they have to go find the children. So they go and yeah. the useless cop who is like, I don't really want to go. <laughs> Saving people is not his forte. No, he should not have been a cop. Like, he should have been like a math teacher or something. <laughs> or like, I don't know. An accountant. Nice, safe job indoors. Exactly. Like, where you stay inside and, like, look at paperwork all day, but... You don't have to go out at night. Or to the ocean. Exactly. Or you don't have really, like, nothing... You don't have to get up from a desk is really what, like... Which is when he didn't have to be the sheriff, you know, he could have just stayed a little cop at the desk and done that. But, you know. So... They go, they get the police boat, and Hendrix is the deputy, and he's like, okay, I mean, I guess. And they they end up coming across the teenagers, and obviously they are, like, fucked up, because they're like, oh, there's a shark here, and Brody's like, I fucking told y'all, I told (laughs) y'all. Well, first he comes across his eldest son, because two of the boats got away from the rest of the boat entourage. And his mm-hmm. eldest son is like, I brought Sean, I brought Sean, and you motherfucker. And then he goes, you stay put, I'm gonna go get him. Fuck that shit, I'd be like, you brought your brother out here, you're coming. Yes, if, my, this is kind of fucked up, but um, if your brother's going down and I'm going down getting your brother, we all die in together, so let's go. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of it that way, but you're definitely probably going to need two pairs of hands. Like, bring your son, and also it's a punishment because, yes, you brought your fucking brother out here. No, I know you weren't thinking of it that way, but if I have to stare into the saucy, saucery black eyes of death, so do you. Let's go. You're coming with. Yes. You got me into this mess. Now let's go. <laughs> and now anytime anybody has to fucking like, next time I say there's a goddamn shark, y'all better exactly. fucking listen to me. I swear to God. I'd straight up walk out if I was like, there's a third shark. And they're like, no, you're lying. I'd be like, fuck you guys. Peace. I'm out. See, I would be like, I would set the shark loose next time. I'd be like, you know what? I'm a, this is my shark now. Like, <laughs> this is my shark. I'm going to fucking steal one from an aquarium and be like, <laughs> this will show them. <laughs> so. Now we have, of course, the final battle, basically. So basically, what battle did, royale. Yeah, basically, what they did was they were like Jaws, but like with way more people and like more fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am muffin. But instead of muffin, it's a power line. 
And it's a fire shark. Fire shark. <laughs> and if you're too young to know what that is, I'm really sorry. You missed the the early ages of YouTube. <laughs> but they they do. So the shark is coming after at them at several different angles. You do get this kind of long scene of it ramming a couple boats and a couple close calls and you know the drill. Y'all y'all know the drill. Some some people die and you know. I do like how the friends do save Sean. There's a point where Sean ends up falling off one of the boats and yeah. ends up in the water and a girl one of the girls, one of the teenage girls swims out there and saves him and ends up dying. Like that's awesome that she would even do that. I mean, yeah, he's basically floating out there like a little fishing bobber, you know. Yeah, I don't know if I would I can't swim either way, so it wouldn't have been an option for me, but I don't know if I would have been. I probably would have been too scared. Well, and it comes down to even if you have the drive, sometimes like you could be just be totally paralyzed by fear. Even if like you yeah. have the intention, sometimes the body just doesn't work, you know, sometimes right. that scares. So, you know, but yes, the action. And there's also this little like rocky island thing that has power for some reason. Well, I would assume it's like, you know, I mean, it's, it's a little gasoline station before you head out to head out to open waters and they're just drifting right now they don't have any propelling power so they're hoping to get to this freaking island they are adrift in open water that's terrifying yeah that is true and you know that's the thing too with this film it's that's why i think that you know the and i'll look at some of the like critic reviews on here that are not bad but and we'll go through some of them but and i think a lot of them will be like it's better than most things and it's like (laughs) what you know can we focus on just this on its own because comparatively yeah but you know it's just like the premise is very scary obviously you're floating in open water and i think that's why things like the one like lively was in like the shallows and things like that are Mm -hmm apparently scary and why you can have such a simple movie like an hour and a half or two hours of I haven't actually seen it but an hour and a half of a film where she's just stranded being surrounded by sharks you can watch that for an hour and a half and that hold your attention you know what I mean like because it is scary. well because nobody can save you nobody can hear you especially if you're out by yourself nobody can even really see you exactly supposed to know you're out there yeah so when you're even in a group of people, when you have, like you said, no propelling power and you're just sitting there and there's a giant, intelligent, great white, which a great white is kind of the iconic killer shark, you know, what even if it's the most aggressive or not, is that's, you know, us fucked up, man. Right. And the girl that goes to save him gets eaten while saving him. Yeah, which that's going to fuck that kid up forever. No joke. We don't, I mean, it, that's something that I think would be an interesting YouTube series is if anybody steals this, I swear to God, like, but not like, I know that I don't even think you can do this, but it's like, you know how there's like how it should have ended on YouTube. They do like 25 years later on like horror movie characters and you see how it like fucks them up later. Oh, that'd be fucking badass. Um, copyrighted by the extra sisters <laughs> do that now. they do end up with a rescue helicopter that comes out to try to save the kids but he ends up dying <laughs> like the shark gets him to the out of his helicopter yeah the shark because that's the movie helicopter. we're in yeah 
you know, they were like, how can we make this shark just like exponentially scary? And they're like, I don't know if the, I, I'm assuming in the 70s, like we knew this, but they're like, well, we've seen a great white, like kind of jump out of the water and get a bird. They would do that for a helicopter, right? Like we can make the shark do that for a helicopter. Do it, do it, write it in. Yeah, which frustrates me because in my trivia, I found out that that was actually, that didn't happen. He actually survived. And the girl that went to save Sean survived also in the original cut. But they were like, it's not bloody enough. Well, and I think that's where this one, like a lot of people were like, I mean, it's not terrible. When you take Spielberg and some of the mastery out of what the first one had, it just, it doesn't have the same like sophistication that the first one had. They Exactly. how can we make it more dramatic and more and more and more and more? And that's when not everybody wants to see that, you know, and that's why sequels aren't always necessary. Do I think that this was a poor, poorly done sequel? No, not necessarily. I just think that when it loses some of the nuance that the first one had, it's just kind of like, eh, you know, I didn't really need it and I didn't necessarily love it you know like i just mm-hmm. don't really care for it i didn't need to see the shark jumping out and taking down a helicopter but i'm sure there are some people that were like awesome you know what i mean exactly so it's just not for me like i appreciate some of that sometimes i think more with slashers that's probably mm-hmm. more like that's why the jason films have been allowed to go on for so long like people are like yeah green light jason in space sure thing they'll love exactly. that that's one thing I think there's definitely like you know people are like fuck yeah but this is one of those where it's like you know like I guess but meh and then you get Jaws like three where people are like making fun of it you know so yeah you just you take it too far every time you do it you know yeah so but we do it takes down a helicopter and then there are these high voltage cables and this is basically when Brody's like well this is how I'm gonna take out the shark and he basically baits it into biting into it and big pew pew explosions <laughs> big pew pew I guess that's more of like a blaster sound but like pew pew you know yeah, yeah. all I can think is that had to smell so fucking bad and brody stays like right there by the shark for so long i'd have been gone f that burning flesh fuck that yeah you like stand there and you're like throw it and run you know like burning fish flesh which fish already stinks Uh uh-uh no 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 none of that that's true i didn't think about that or maybe he was the opposite he's like i'm hungry now Hmm. but most of the teenagers got to swim to like the little island cable junction place yeah they did good they fucking the boat started falling apart because they had brought them all together so they kind of had like one big boat and the shark started tearing it apart and they just went for land and i'm like go 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 yeah and then they all just like chill there and wait to get rescued yeah and spielberg actually i don't know if you have this so i'm sorry if i'm stepping on your your facts but speaking of sequels just because we were just talking about that he actually was literally quoted saying making a sequel to anything is just a cheap carny trick yeah i know that there's a couple directors like spielberg where they literally will not ever make a sequel and honestly i think that's cool yeah that's a good thing good uh moral to stand on yeah he did not even respond to the producers when they asked him to direct jaws 2 he was like do not 
Like, he claimed that the planned plot was to involve the sons of Quentin Brody hunting a new shark. And, like, he, he just was like, I did get, get the fuck. And I think that that has a lot to do with, you know, the obviously it's not going to be as good like it'll never be as good but when you feel yeah. that just kind of not that it leaves a bad taste in your mouth because like i said this isn't terrible when it just kind of leaves that yeah that's that's why you're exactly i mean i know we haven't gotten to poltergeist 2 and i don't know if you've seen it but it's the same thing because spielberg wasn't involved with that either it's definitely very different i have not seen that so it'll be new to me when when we get to it which I'm not going to be surprised because it's like one of those greats when you have Jaws and Poltergeist, mm-hmm. Exorcist and shit like that. Like, you know, exactly. Like, you fucking do it, man. Exactly. The only trivia piece that I had was something I'm sure you saw in the movie or maybe you didn't pay attention enough, but you will know when I say it. Outside of the Brody's house, there is a yellow pot. It's really tall that has plants in it and that is actually one of the barrels from jaws one that they shot off the boat the big yellow barrels oh i mean i guess at least they brought back something you know yeah worthy <laughs> well, a potted they did, plant they did bring back john williams so he did return to score jaws too so obviously they had the minute like they kept the original mm-hmm. theme. he did do the rest of the soundtrack for jaws too so you know they brought yeah. back a great for that as well. Which you can feel that. You can feel that this, the music at least feels the same. It still has some of that adventure quality and that... It has the John Williams. Yeah, exactly. It was the most expensive film that Universal had produced up to that point. It cost them $30 million. Jaws 2 cost them $30 million. What a waste. Yeah there you have it (laughs) Um, it's obviously received mixed reviews it is widely regarded as the best of the jaws sequels now granted that's not saying very much roger ebert described the film as pure trash (laughs) Uh, he is a hard one though he's always tough on everything he is when you get a good ebert genuine ebert you know you did something pretty stellar exactly you know some of the things on rotten tomatoes just to kind of round out here just because it's interesting to kind of see like i said the actual critic reviews there's only 30 of them (laughs) there was reason to believe that jaws 2 would be a mess it isn't it's better than most sequels and that's the thing a lot of people are saying it's better than most sequels And then this one says, while it lacks the originality, wit, and character interplay that gave Jaws an exceptionally appealing impact, Jaws 2 is proficient enough. And it's like, most of the ones that are like giving it decent reviews are just saying, it's okay, it's decent enough, it's not as bad. And it's like, that doesn't make a film good, though. Just because you're giving it a pass, that doesn't make it... I mean... This is our year of the sequel. We've done many horror sequels this year. I've seen many better ones than this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And, you know, far from a classic, but a worthy follow-up. And it's like, I guess. No, it's not. I mean, it's just, you just tried to make the same film to make money. And then it was like, 
passable. Like it wasn't like a terrible, terrible film. It just, you threw a lot of money at it. And anytime you put a lot of investment and money into it and the special effects are good and the film quality holds up to the first one and the writing isn't terrible, it's like, okay, yeah, you're going to make a passable film that people aren't going to think is like absolute trash. Like, you right. know, so it's hard to really like just shit all over it because they did enough to make sure that it wasn't going to be a film that you could shit all over. And I think that that's what is so hard about this film is like, you can't just like, I guess you could absolutely hate it, but it's like, if you liked Jaws, like it's basically just like a, like a cheap, like a, I don't know, like a, like a less shiny penny version of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's the Spielberg taken out of, jaws it's like the three-star version of a five-star jaws literally that's that's basically i guess that's my rating like it's just like a middle of the road like i won't watch it again like you know if it if it's on and i literally have nothing else to watch i'm probably just gonna watch the last airbender reruns to be honest but you know like yeah that's how i feel i three is generous too like i'm not gonna give it a one i'm not gonna totally tank it but wow i'll never watch this movie again i do remember granted i I was a kid last time i saw three and four but i do remember the quirkiness enjoying that more than two but we'll see well it's probably because it wasn't boring like you had seen jaws and jaws 2 because they're so similar as films at least with the other ones they get weird you know what i mean like (laughs) exactly you know, and I actually, when I was watching this one, I didn't think I had really seen this before. I remember as a kid seeing the scene where it bites into the power line and like that came back to me. And I was like, clearly I've seen this movie before and it did nothing for me because <laughs> I, I remembered seeing all of these scenes, but like didn't even remember that I had seen them. So, and yeah pretty much describes this film in a nutshell so you know jaws 2 is jaws 2 it is what it is if you really just have a hard on for shark movies i'm sure it's it's fine you know i'm not a huge lover of shark films there's a time and a place and i don't hate them or dislike them i'm kind of indifferent but when there's a good one i really seem to enjoy it so Mm -hmm. this one's not one that like since i'm kind of indifferent about them they have to be pretty good for me to actually really enjoy them and yeah And with it being Shark Week for us, you're going to get another one on Friday. So let's see how that one goes. Yeah, we'll see. So stay tuned. And of course, you guys know where to find us. Hopefully by now, all of our social medias are the Extra Sisters podcast, except for Twitter is different because I can't remain consistent and just at the extra sisters <laughs> and if you would love to join our patreon family we would love to have you it is patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast so head over there to check out our two tiers one dollar and five dollar tiers and like i said we'd love to have you so check it out and next time we have the tastiest horror film of the year until then stay creepy stay creepy